In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Dave. I'm Baden. And this week we're doing... Foxes? I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's foxes. Yeah, I'm glad you know. Foxes, king of the hill. So sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. Don't blame the pilot. I love it when you do the intro because you never know what you're going to get. It's I, like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. I was I was supposed to say we're going to do King of the Hill. I tell you what, but I just uh, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> bottled it. <laughs> bottled it. My favorite one is still the Gavin and Stacey one. <laughs> what's occurring? It's a crap yeah, Welsh accent a, as well. What's occurring? <laughs> you're supposed to shout. I kind of went like, "What's again?" <laughs> but um, yeah, never mind. Before we get into that briefly, because the match. That happened yesterday, when you hear this, is yes. in an hour and 45 minutes. So, no drama, none of that, no news or anything. We're just going to get straight into it, all right? Well, it's 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 funny how we're doing, um, we're doing a lot of 90s shows, and, and you mentioned this, because we're in a bit of a 90s zeitgeist. Obviously, it's every 20 years or so, I think we've mentioned that before, but the fact that it's the Euro, and um, it's been 25 years since um, Euro 96, which, which was apparently, I was obviously too young to even know, it was a big, big year for, for England, so it's good that we're doing a, doing a bit of 90s. Oh, yeah. And this it? came out in 97, so yeah, there you go. I know, yeah, when football came home, apparently, even, <laughs> like... Only by literal definition. Getting knocked out on pens by yeah. the Germans. If you're from any usual. other country, you won't have any idea what football's coming home even means. But um, no, we, 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 I think our last country listener was from Croatia. Oh, which really? I was, which I thought was quite interesting. Wait. Because they, they knocked us out. <laughs> well, I mean, they knocked us out in the semi-final. Of the World they? Cup, <laughs> so yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> by the but way... We, we got our revenge in the group, so sorry, carry on. Well, I, I do have one thing that I... Uh, Wanted to put past you. Just a light okay. thing. Don't worry. Okay. Just a light thing. Um, the first trans athlete is going to be in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not laughing, laughing at that. I'm We're not, not laughing, laughing at that. I just, <laughs> just want a topic. fucking random thing yeah. to bring up. No, don't worry. I don't even want your answer. I, so I've been thinking about it, right? And I've got... I was thinking, like, how can there be a solution to this issue? Like, I'm, cause it's, Solution? It's, well, it's a moral dilemma isn't it because to not let her compete would be um segregating the trans community yeah mm-hmm. but letting her compete is difficult for the female athletes as well so yeah i think i would i mean don't get me wrong in reality i think maybe the women and the trans community should decide you know Instead of the men, like we always do for some reason. <laughs> Instead of two straight guys doing a podcast. Yeah. But if it was left to me and it was up to me, I would have a live... If I was the head of the Olympics, I would have a live stream and a just genuine coin toss and that would decide <laughs> the fit forever. <laughs> the, 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 this is the moment we slowly start turning into Joe Rogan. No, 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 no. Because it's like, it? this is like, this isn't... It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, right, because you can't win, like you can't... You can't win. You can't yeah. win either way. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's it's a very like polarizing topic, and I understand that. Like regardless of your opinions, you know. Mm. And I just thought like there's a lot of big things like that, you know, and 
what if you just like for big decisions where there's no moral high ground you know just just throw toss just, a coin. Just, just toss a coin everybody just you know what i mean and then it's like there was no actual decision made it was just like well we'll then, toss the coin but then you'll have people with um with naughty interests who will uh who will pay off the coin tosser? No, no, no. Well, that, all right, okay. Well, it would be me in this scenario, and I promise you, it would be a real coin, and it would be fair. And I wouldn't even. How, how can we trust you, David? Because it's my idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I have no um I have no uh motive either way. You know. Mm. Um. So, that's what I would. Do. And if I could go back to 2016, even the Brexit thing, you know, just, I just flip a coin. coin. Yeah, I would have accepted that. You well, know? It was the same chances, wasn't it? It was, it was about 50-50. Well, because it? even if, right, even if like it was the same thing, like we're, we're like against the Brexit thing in general, right? So, um, and even if it was like, oh, Brexit's happening, it's like there's no scandal involved, is there? Because it's just like, oh, we'll just flip a coin. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, oh, we're just un- like unlucky that that was our... Yeah, thing, you know, and um, yeah, I uh, to be honest with you, I was just thinking about that all day at work, and I just thought, oh, I'm just going to put you in a corner. <laughs> what, what sport is this? Uh, weightlifting. Race. Okay. So, well, you definitely have the biggest advantage, wouldn't you? Yeah, she's got it in the bag, really. Yeah, already won. But if she doesn't, fair play to whoever beats her, you know. Um, if anything, it would it would make winning gold even better, wouldn't it? If you if you if you beat the if you beat that person, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you you I I suppose you'd be like a, a literal physical disadvantage, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I stand by my thing. Cost a coin, toss a coin, cost a coin, cost a coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's what I would. That's what I would do anyway. Because I was, oh, it really did keep me up last night. I was thinking, oh God, how can there be a solution to this? I was like, I want to be. I want final solution. I want to help. I want to help. <laughs> you know, I want to help. And I thought, ah, just toss a coin or something just, else. It, you know, it's just it's just centralism in in a nutshell. It's like, oh, both sides. Yeah, well, we'll compromise. Flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> flip a coin. I know. Yeah, just. You don't piss anybody off, but then in turn piss every everybody off yeah, on both sides. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like, is it not important enough that we have to that you're just going to toss a coin? It's like, yeah, and I get that, but um, I'm just saying if it became normalised, the coin toss, you know, this could be it. This could be it. Could start it here, and then for all big things, you know, all big decisions, where there is not necessarily a right or a wrong on either side, just toss a coin. Yeah, I I'd definitely be in for if if it was you who were obviously tossing the coin, but you were televised, and yeah. before you do every coin toss, oh, it would have so, to be on TV. It would have to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. And before you do the coin toss, you have to go to the camera and just go like, um, you know, I'm just the messenger, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't kill the coin tosser. <laughs> I'm, a bit of a t- I'm a bit of a coin tosser. I. <laughs> it would have, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's the best I could think of anyway, you know. So uh if you're listening out there, the head of the Olympics <laughs> then that's that's what I would do. Um anyway. Have you ever seen King of the Hill before when you were growing up? 
Yes, when I was very young, I was I was always been in the South Park, for instance, mm-hmm. and I think I went through a phase where I was just like, right, I'm gonna watch every animated TV show, and there wasn't a lot, obviously apart from anime, but there wasn't a lot going on. Yep. And so I thought I put King in the Hill. People talk about it. I think I saw it in a South Park episode. I think they were like parodying it, or The Simpsons did it, or something like that. And I watched it, and I was waiting the whole time for a joke, and it never came. And I thought that was the shtick of it, that mm. it was just, it was, it, was a co- it, it wasn't even a comedy, it was just a flat-out, chilled drama. <laughs> okay. Not even a drama, just a more like a slice of life. Well, no, the, the humour, <clears throat> kind of, but you've almost missed the mark, really, because the humour is in the, um, the mundaneness of it, you know? Like, yeah. Um... And but I, I mean, when I was a kid, I was exactly the same as you. I just didn't really, uh, I didn't really even get it like at all. But mm. I liked watching it, you know. Um, I guess I found Boomhauer funny. You know the char- the one that you can't understand. Oh, okay. I was like, hey, I yeah. tell you what, man, you're going to go fire all the spoke plug, man, and all that yeah. all the time. I found that funny, even when I was a kid. But um, other than that, yeah, I didn't have a clue. Didn't have a clue. But um, but it's yeah, it's made it's it is made that way by design. It's like it's the humor is meant to be subtle as fuck, you know. Like the the the, the one thing I, I just checked the dates and it came out in ninety seven, right? Yeah, it feels older, doesn't it? it yeah, I was gonna say eighties, but then there wasn't anything animated then. But it feels very like probably ninety one, mm. maybe just it's one of those shows. Ac- you know that some nerd would go actually came out before The Simpsons. You know it's one of them. Yeah. No, no, but no. It's... It's like S- South Park's older than this. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's still very much an after effect of The Simpsons, but um, it was big. You know, it it uh, I guess. at yeah. one at one, at one po- point at one point it surpassed The Simpsons in ratings, and this is like right. just when The Simpsons was like. Like, only just past its prime, about season 10. Well, they, they were on the same network, and funny enough, mm-hmm. when it got cancelled, um, it was, I think it was down to bad ratings, but they wanted to add another Seth MacFarlane show into it, which was the Cleveland show. Yeah. <laughs> so Seth MacFarlane would have had Family Guy, American Dad, and then the Cleveland show, because obviously those shows are doing really well. I know Cleveland show did drop off, but like, you know, he, he was, I think 2010 is when it got cancelled. He was top of his game. Yeah. Well, um, it wasn't all King of the Hill's fault that it got cancelled. It was, um, its place was uh, on TV, Was it was either after the uh, NFL or the NBA, not NBA, uh, whatever the baseball one is. It was, and... If Major the, League Baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And if um, if one of the games uh, went on longer, they they would quickly edit the the episode to be shorter, and sometimes it would be right. it would be it would miss its slot altogether. So um, oh. yeah, maybe people were dropping out of it. That's very natural for something that ran for over ten years, you know. But, but it was on the Fox schedule, which usually does very well. Prime time. I I I don't know what well what it came got first, but I'm assuming Simpsons was was on the prime spot, and then this was probably shown before, uh, maybe after. It was shown after. After, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was shown after. It is more of a later kind of show. It's a later one. Anyone, you know, it's it's just after you took the be- you know the kids in bed. Yeah, but it is it it's very like obviously, isn't it? That it's very um 
very similar to The Simpsons. It's still suitable for kids and stuff like that. There's adult humour in it, but it's... To me, this is The Simpsons without the fun. Really? Yeah. That's funny that you'd think that, but... um, it is more. It is more serious and more dry, especially the pilot. Actually, dry. It's very dry. Um, yeah. But it's sort of like the halfway point to. Um, he's a lot like a more realistic version of Stan Smith in American Dad. You know, like he's there. Uh, I mean, the the living the Arlen, Texas is fictional where they live. It's not. Uh, is it just because they're both right wing? Well, no, they're both re- they're both Republican in their in their yeah, morals and I mean, stuff like that. I mean, yeah, stands was, a CIA agent and Hank sells propane and propane accessories. But yeah, yeah he's he's more working classes and he stands more upper middle class, more middle class, I'd say. Um, yeah, 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 I guess. But um, you know, they all they all influenced one another as the on, in the like those, all those shows. Um, yeah, because I say the only thing that's similar to The Simpsons is animated and it's around a family. But the, the the one thing I found interesting was they didn't do the, the cliche nuclear family. There wasn't like a brother and sister. And, and they do have a dog, don't they, which you don't see in this one. But yeah. the, they don't have the baby. That's always like a plot point, isn't it, in one episode? Yeah. It's just a son. Well, and they've got the niece. And this the... um, show has continuity. Which a lot of others didn't at the time. Uh, so the baby comes. Just to, <laughs> oh, uh, does that? Yeah, I mean, it's not a spot. Come on, it's not a spoiler. It's like it's just. Of course, it's gonna have a baby. <laughs> you Always. know, yeah. And they go oh. into the whole episode. It's just oh, we're too old and yeah, college. Films. I think I think they're all right with it if I remember right. They're just kind of. There's no like big dilemma. If anything, I think it's the mother Peggy maybe that has the dilemma. I think that's a reoccurring theme with with this plot point is that in in America it's always just like crap. We don't have enough money to raise a kid, but we don't really have that here to that extent. You know, because you have to pay for healthcare, like college, like the whole works. But in the UK, you know, you get most of it free. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's still. I mean, it's still. I think. Don't know where I'm pulling this from. Could be my ass, but um, I think it costs about two hundred grand to raise a kid to yeah, adulthood. But, well, well they even charge for you to hold the baby after you've birthed it. Hmm. So you know, it's it, it's funny how how many plot points come out of how broken the political system is. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, true. But the weird thing about this is like it it's from a like. It is from a right-wing perspective, you know? Is it written by people who are Republican? No. Right. No, no. No, they're a little... It's the, obviously the same writer as uh, Beavis and Butthead. He is the writer and director... Right, that makes sense. He's the writer and director of um, Office Space as well, which I did mention last week. Right. Um, which is a bit of a cult classic film. Uh, it's... I love it. Um, it does still have the problem that a lot of TV writers have, where the struggle, the kind of struggle to like get it, the whole thing flown feature length. You know, it's the same with um, El Camino, Breaking Bad. Yeah, definitely. It just feels like a long episode. Yeah, they're just they're just in a film. They just haven't got it in them, and that's not necessarily bad. Like, he's like he's a great writer. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mike Judge. That's his name. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, also, Hank Hill is really heavily based on a character from Beavis and Butthead, funny enough. Right. I fucking hate Beavis and Butthead, by the way, just to put that I out there. I do as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was that Gen X culture, MTV man skating. It was it was all that type of crack. It was it was a bit rock and roll, a bit punk rock. Yeah, I know, but it like... And obviously South Park came out of that as well. Yeah, but Sa- South Park's just better. I mean, hence why Beavis and Butthead stopped and King of the Hill came to be, you know? It's yeah, because I, I, th- I think Beavis and Butthead was just too obvious. Like, trying to be down with the kids, wasn't it? A bit of a slacker culture type thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is slacker all over. But um, funny enough, there is a bit of a slacker character in this. You know, the guy um, in the pilot episode who works in the tool shop or works in the meg- uh, the, the big supermarket. You know, he's trying to get some tools. Do you remember that bit? Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's so, it's like, um, almost like a mockery of his own characters, you know? Right. I, I, I would have thought. But um, plot-wise, it's very simple, typical, like, mis- how would you say it? It's like sort of misjudged. People think that um, Hank, Hank Hill, the main character, um, is abusing his son. Because he's got a black eye well, should, playing we, should, should we should we go through the episode? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and well, the opening scene. This is what I'm going on about with the the humor in the mundane. You know, like because it, 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 it reminded me of Reservoir Dogs. Well, I I lived in the I lived in the South, and there is a lot of that kind of standing around going. <laughs> with some beers yeah. and yeah yep. around the car yeah. <laughs> and just yeah exactly but like the credit to americans they can they're really the diy Love kings Love of the world for diy they're just yeah that's why the pickup truck just works there and it you just we were saying this the other day we we were when we have we're, we're terrible for road trips because our country's so small yeah yeah no americans yeah. will drive to a house party four hours away no problem just cause it, that's nothing yeah, to them. 20 minute yeah. walk for us now. Nah. Too far. Nah, too far to the Too pub. far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll get a taxi. <laughs> no, just, no. <laughs> but um yeah, the the four being the four neighbors, I guess childhood friends also that became neighbors. And um, maybe to just show how small their town is and how closed off they are from the rest of America because it's like it's a bit of a I don't know. I, I guess it's easier just to make a mockery of Texas and early 90s Republican Americans, you know, while mm. it's in a fictional town. Because um, even though I I think I'm going a bit off track here, but like I, I always thought the writing was really, really clever because I, I think it makes... Going back to what we were on about with the Olympic stuff, like it's almost centralist, the humor. You know, it's sort of like you can either laugh with them or you can laugh at them. Yeah. You know, um, and I think it does it really well. I really I like it. Uh, better than most shows I've seen, especially from the 90s, you know. Uh, but because one of them, uh, you know, Dale, the one who wears the sunglasses. Right. Yeah. He's like, he's the Trump supporter before Trump supporters even existed, you know. Well, I, I think those. Well, I, th- I think these people have been around forever, really. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think, I think Trump's kind of put them in the spotlight. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But it's just, it's funny that, see, like... It's, 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 I found it interesting how they were talking about global warming. Yeah, I know. In the 90s. I did, yeah. yeah. Like, I knew, I knew it was an issue then, but I, I didn't think it was politicised until recently-ish. Like, in the past 20 years or so. But the funny thing, but, they make yeah. that character so stupid, don't they? Because he's like, I say let it warm up, and he's like, we'll grow our, we'll grow our oranges in Alaska, and he's like, yeah. tell you idiot, we live in Texas. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. But it's quite realistic dialogue for a cartoon as well. Um, I, I think, anyway, it really works for me, but... Um, yeah, and then like I said, the re- uh, the rest of the plot is um, the potential of Hank losing his son because mm. people think that he's abusing him, but he's not. He's just hot headed. Yeah, because he, he takes him to a baseball game. Yeah, little league baseball. I I, I guess the part the, the point of this episode is is about the son wanting more you know more love or admiration from his dad. That's kind of the central theme of this. Yeah, yeah. And the re- the rest is um, window dressing. So he takes him to baseball. He says, "Oh, you need to do a hundred and you know ten percent. What about one hundred and thirteen? And yeah, sure, that that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and he goes to the baseball game and he, he plays terribly and he gets hit in the eye with with the ball. And yeah, what what happens after that? And then he, oh yeah, and then they they go they go shopping where we meet that slacker dude mm-hmm. and i i think hank's just re- very uh, matter of fact isn't he yeah he's basically he's trying he's trying to buy some tools and uh the incompetence of the, the young staff in the like mega mart you know that were like popping up all over the country yeah. at the time um which is funny because they're all dying now but uh yeah the it's like Walmart, isn't it? Basically, like, I suppose yeah, that kind of be. thing, rather than a shopping mall. But um, yeah, and he, he ends up getting really angry, and he's still with Bobby, who's got a fresh black eye, and people start gossiping around and go, oh, "But I wouldn't." Makes you wonder where he got that black eye from. Mm. And then it gets to child support, <laughs> and child support come along, a- and... aka the government. Yeah, f- for context. Yeah. yeah, and there is there's that speech, isn't there, when he's in the house and he's like, no, no, he's like, this is a no shouting zone, and he's like, this is my house, I tell you what, and uh, <laughs> and what does he say? He's like, he's like, let me tell you something. Is like, I work for a living, and I mean real work, and not uh, writing down gobbledygook. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I provide people in this community with propane and propane accessories, which is a running thing, by the way. He's obsessed with propane. Um, I don't know if you know that. But no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, no. He's, he really loves. It. There's actually, interestingly enough, um, a very popular fan theory that Hank Hill um, is autistic. Believe it or not, <laughs> yeah, it's- yeah, because he can be, he can be very distant uh, emotionally from his family. He's um, he is obsessed with propane. He's uh, he's almost like. Um, romantically like embarrassed publicly you know and he doesn't show mm. affection to his son which is something that's addressed in this episode you know right. um i don't think he was wrote that way at the time like um it would be silly to admit that in writing because then it then it forces your character to act a certain way in every scene yeah you know um but there is elements of it for sure you know, there is elements of him being like that. Um, 
But but yeah, it's really it's a really really popular theory that came around mm-hmm. later. But I don't know. You'd have to ask my judge to be honest. <laughs> I guess he'll be the judge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be the Mike Judge of that. <laughs> Tell you what, Mike Judge sounds like if you com- combine a cool kid's name with somebody who's a bit uptight. Mm. It's like a left wing and right wing name. Oh, he should have had his own like Judge Judy show, and he could have been called Judge Judge. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would have been better. Or just, it'd just be the judge, Mister Judge. Mr. <laughs> I'd watch it for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> What's that from again? RoboCop. I don't know. It's RoboCop, I think. Oh, is it? Is yeah. it? <laughs> just a stupid catchphrase on TV. <laughs> it just pops up every now and again. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> it's got no context whatsoever. It's like his old man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, he chases the social security guy out of his house. Funny enough, the social security, social security, <laughs> the social worker. He, yeah. um, it, I, they do kind of strawman him a bit. Yeah, they do. They, ma- they make him, they make him from California, and there's like, a, there's even a bit at the end. It's like, where are you from, son? And he's just like, oh, Los Angeles. And he's just like, hmm. You know, you could just tell he's just like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah, I know they did. That's sort, of, with it. that's sort of mean. They made him out to be very. But I, but I, but I bet all the right. I bet all the writers are from LA, so it might be just one of them. Yeah, I, I, I think so. That's what I mean. I think it's clever, like the, you know, like the perspective of it, like how the kind of. Yeah, it's it's honest, isn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, um, give me one second. I just want to check where Mike Judge is actually from. Um, he studied in uh, San Diego. So, uh, did he study to be a judge? <laughs> He's from Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How? <laughs> Don't judge people too quickly, David. Yeah, no, fair play. God, like, he's from Ecuador. <laughs> I'm Ecuador. <laughs> I just, he does the voice of, um, Hank, there's a lot of there's a lot of Americans who are from Ecuador. Yeah, no, it's it, quite, it's quite common actually. Yeah, it's, I was just surprised. You just strike like struck me as um, funny enough. He was on Joe Rogan a little while ago, and he said absolutely right. he said absolutely nothing. He was on with another guy, and he left halfway through in a nice way. He just went, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll see you later." <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's really quiet. He's really reserved. <laughs> but, right. Um, he came across that way anyway. Um, but yeah, um, he just struck me as like your typical Californian guy, you know. Yeah. Maybe he was raised there. Who knows? Um. Uh. Well. God, where were we? I don't know. There's uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. There's um. Oh, what's it called, man? Do you know? There's there's a character who's only got one line in this episode, but he's in a lot, and he's called Bill. And um, the voice actor has turned out to be one of the best character actors going in recent times. Okay. He's um, do you you don't like any of the Corn Brothers films, do you? <laughs> no. No. Well, you're... I have seen them though. Have you have you seen uh, you know the blind guy that owns the radio station in um. They were. Uh... Oh my god! You know which one I'm on about? The one with that. Uh, no country. No, no country for old men. No, no, no. 
No, no. the other we- the other Western one. The first They're all Westerns, aren't they? The first the first <laughs> film to be uh, colorized digitally. Fargo. Nope. Uh, I mean, that's a great fact as well. Shame I don't know the film. Um, <laughs> it's a bit backwards, that isn't it? Yeah, I know. Is, is it Brother Where, the, Where Art Thou? Yes, it is. Or oh, Brother Where Art Thou? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Oh, right, typical. Um, <laughs> all right, you've seen you've seen Get Out, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I have. You yeah, know, you know the guy who wants to get the protagonist's body at the end is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no offense, yeah, son. Yeah. You know that guy? Okay, yeah, yeah. Him. He he, um, him. He's in there. Uh, that old men stare at goats as well, which is pretty sick. <laughs> I think, anyway, it got critically panned, but whatever. Um, is that Conan Brothers? No, 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 it's not. Ah, no. It feels like it. Ah. George Clooney. <laughs> Bless George Clooney. Has he been in a good film? We said this about The Rock, didn't we? Has he been in a good film? I like, I like Dustle Dawn for what it is. Where, where is George Clooney famous from? Uh... Where did he get famous from? I know you're going to say his TV show, though, is, but that doesn't grant you to be A-lister. Like, what's a film that he's just like, oh, that's the film? You know, like Brad Pitt, you yeah. can like, name, you can rattle off loads, same with Tom Hanks. Yep. Where on earth did George Clooney become famous from? I have always just known him as just a famous actor. Yeah, I know what you mean. He was in Batman, but he was big before then. Yeah, and that Batman, everybody hated it as well. And I, I, I actually quite like it, but there's... <laughs> I love me some schlock. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> never leave the cave without it. <laughs> George Clooney was in that TV show where he was a doctor or some shit. Say like ER or something. I think his first film was Dusk Till Dawn with Quentin okay. Tarantino, not directed by Tarantino, but I, starring I'm just, Tarantino. I'm just wondering where where he got big. Ocean's Eleven or something. Actually, that was quite far. Maybe. Ahead. Maybe. Yeah. And he was he was <laughs> like. With Brad Pitt, wasn't he? They were like the two yeah. leads of that film. Um, that is a good question. Why is George Clooney even famous? <laughs> yeah, because most of his films is Conan Brothers stuff, like indies, everything. Oh, you might have hit the nail on the head. Oh, Brother, where art thou? Could be. Nah, nah. No? Well, that made him into the biggest actor on the planet. Hey, man, they were big then in the 90s. Just That's off the back big. of the Big Lebowski, which yeah, you fucking hate. The, the, the Big Lebowski wasn't wasn't that big when it came out, and it's crap. So you know, it's not crap. <laughs> it's not as good as everybody says it is, though. I'll tell you, like either, but it's no. um, certainly not crap. How dare you? <laughs> just, I just hate the Coen Brothers, and 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 I've. I, I've tried many times to watch them because everyone keeps going to me. You know, I, I obviously studied. You know, I studied in London for like film and that, and ev- everyone keeps going. Oh, you need, oh, you need to watch this, watch that, and I just watch it. I'm like, oh, I, I don't get the appeal. Did you not like No Country for Old Men? No, I didn't. Wow, man. It's. I, um, I can get you not liking the ending, all right? Nobody likes the ending, whatever. But like, fucking, such a good film. No, it's it's it's. It's Tarantino dialogue, but without the fun. <laughs> but that's always been what Corn Brothers do, even before Tarantino made a film. I know, rubbish. Yeah, but before Tarantino made a film. There can't be like Tarantino before Tarantino <laughs> made a film. I know. You know? I'm, you know, just comparing. Have you seen Raisin uh, Arizona? No. Well, that's case in point. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's got Nicolas Cage in that. It's a hoot. 
But uh, yeah, I, I watched Burn after reading. I was just like, oh, that yeah. is terrible. That is terrible. Actually, that was probably the best one. What? That I've watched. What? Yeah. Are you having me on? Are you winding me up? Well, what else is there? Um, Inside Lou and Davies. That was great. I haven't seen that. Uh, that does look good. Yeah, it was good. Very good. Um, but the, the, their big one is um, is No Country for Old Men. That's the Oscar. Look, look at me. I've made the best film ever made. Film, isn't it? I think so. And I've seen all the video essays on it. Everyone's just like, wow, it's it's amazing that in the shop where he kills that that shop owner, that that there's a bit of there's a bit of a pl- plastic cord in the back that that resembles a noose, like it's going to foreshadow his death. And I'm like, yeah, grace. He's got he's got one of those cool guns. It's um, oh the cattle they get, thing. They, they they can get through yeah get through locks. Yeah, great. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just like cool. Just too slow, and you know, oh, get to the point. See, see, that's where we differ, isn't it? Cause I, 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 I like slow films. Yeah, but but I like. I, it's pacing. It's pacing. That's the key. Not that it's slow. I like films that put people into a coma. You know, <laughs> like you don't like The Godfather's though. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I've seen the first I'll, I'll one. Yeah. I've seen the first yeah, one. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, I like I like the first one. The hey, second one's coma inducing in I, the best way. I watched The Irishman. This is all the evidence you need. I watched The Irishman alone. One bottle of red wine. I, I, and I loved it. I did the same and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Great film. Because Scorsese is a good director. <laughs> yes, he is. I know. And uh, I was going to say so are the Coen brothers, but one of them's the producer, isn't he? And the other one's the director. Um, well, f- funny enough, um, we're going completely off script here. But, um, King of the Hill's uh, great, by the way. It doesn't matter what <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. F- f- yeah f- Fuck that! But there's um, <laughs> the, the there was a great thing with um. Oh my god! Why is my brain going to mush? Bill, um, comedian, lost in translation. Meme Murray? Lord. Yeah, Bill Murray. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So Bill, Bill Murray. <laughs> he um. He got asked to do Garfield. And uh, and he it was just like well well no and he's just like oh it's done by Joel Cohen. He's just like. Oh, I- yeah, the way you said. He's just like, fuck off, is it? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, it is. And then he got the script, and he was just like, wow, it's terrible, but it is Joel Coe, and he is one of, he, he's, he's the guy, isn't he? <laughs> he's the guy to write dialogue, yeah. And it was a different Joel Coe, <laughs> who'd never done, and he, and he was already signed on, did, two, did fucking two of them, because he signed a contract, like, yeah, two-film picture deal with, with, you know, with one of the Coen brothers doing his own, like, a weird offshoot Garfield quirky. You're like, where's Anderson doing... Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. He probably thought it was something like that. Yeah. Taking like a beloved goofy thing and making something just a bit nuts with it. It sounds perfect, right? When you think well, about it, it's, it's a weird idea. And uh, no, it's just Garfield. Well, Bill Murray loves Wes Anderson. He's the, he's the only... Yeah, he's, he's Wes Anderson's guy. He's the only uh, director that he'll actually try for. The rest, he just goes through the motions, doesn't he? Like... Bit yeah. like Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford hasn't tried in a film for about thirty years. <laughs> like, did you see the whole thing? Is he was, he was in North Shields? Yes. Yeah, he's in Newcastle yeah. in the north. And then, and then, and then, and then, our my local radio station we kept doing a Harrison Ford watch every day. Yeah, and then it was the in the news. Like, there's a viral video of Harrison Ford telling people to leave, leave him alone. And everybody's like, oh, what a dickhead he is. Why doesn't he just say hi to his fans? Like, well, he's in his mid-70s and the radio is telling everybody where he is. He's close to 80 and he's just like, you know, he just wants to make Indiana Jones, man. Yeah. 
Didn't have to. He did it for us, man. Yeah. And a lot of money. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he did it for $60 million. But F- fair play to him. That's yeah. uh, that. I pulled that number out my ass, by the way. Don't quote me on that. Oh, right. <laughs> don't, don't. That's not... That's not uh, I mean, it might be factual, but I don't know. Didn't need to make it. I don't know. It might be sick. Who knows? Anything might be sick. Well, it, it's not. It's not done by Spielberg or George Lucas, so it might be really good. <laughs> hey, Spielberg's good, man. He is. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, he's he's fantastic. But it was just George Lucas. Yeah, but but, but Spielberg now doesn't even bother. <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't bother? Just doesn't bother making putting the effort in. Well. Here's the thing. I enjoyed Ready Player One. I did as well. Yeah, but could have been tight. It could have been way better, couldn't it? Well, it was so good though. Yeah, and I I liked it. How much time do you think he actually spent on set? It's probably about a week. There's not much live action in it, you know. Yeah, but he would have had done a lot of. (laughs) Nah, I'm not convinced. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but but Spielberg has a mad schedule. He does like three films in a year. Does he? He's always done that. He might have had the odd break here and there, you know. What, but are, what, are, the the co- p- what are they called? The, all these films, I never see them. Like he just does no. He he, he films them and then they all c- come out at like different times. He doesn't film them all at once. He's, his schedule is that mental that sometimes he works whilst he's shooting one film, he's doing the storyboarding for the second film, and then you know, it's this rolling thing. It's why he whacks out so many films. Mm. I think he's slowing down a bit ish, but there was a time. I think only a couple of years ago, you, you whacked out so many films. Well, Ready Player One, Bridge of Spies. Um, Big Friendly Giant. Yeah, they all came out time. very close together, now that you yeah. mention it. But, yes, um, exactly. So my, and, um, so my guess is he put all of his effort into Bridge of Spies. And then, uh, yes, because <laughs> Spielberg is, is, you know, he's, he's getting on a bit. I think he wants to do war films and political stuff. I don't think he can be asked to do... Uh, the Goonies anymore, <laughs> so. But he's it's it's hard because he's already made two of the best. War he, films he already going. has, but I have a feeling that the studio just told him, um, right, c- come on, come on, Stevie, make um make Ready Player One for us, eh? A good old fashioned Spielberg eighties flick, yeah. and then you can make all this all this um, political stuff. Yeah, they could have got Robert Zemeckis if he didn't want to do it. He's practically the same. <laughs> he's crap as well now. He doesn't put any effort in. He, he's um, do you know what Robert Zemeckis is the best at I've said it to you many a time but he's better than any director at one thing um, and it is product placement mm-hmm. he's he makes product placement a plot point yeah always I mean uh, so let's take Forrest Gump you know like the the Nike shoes that he gets from Jenny that he w- he wears them when he runs for four fucking years, you know. What I mean, I mean, mm. what better advertisement than, can you get than that? The DeLorean, the fucking the one of the most famous cars in the world off a of fucking. It's always film. added into the added into the plot, isn't it? Yeah, the um, FedEx in Castaway. Yeah, Wilson, yeah. Wilson? Wilson, fucking Wilson. Yeah. People buy a ball like just to have Wilson on it, you know, like it's crazy. People buy the ones with the handprint on it as well. Yeah, Wilson. Yeah. It's just, um, he's just great at doing that. But it, yeah, but the, a lot of these, it's funny enough, it was this bunch of the big directors that came out from the 70s, mm-hmm. and there's only one out of them. So you've got like Franz Ford Coppola, George Lucas, Robert Zemeckis, Spielberg, and Scorsese. 
And the only one that is still making good films is Scorsese. Yeah. Oh, and don't get me wrong, you know, Spielberg's still a great director, but I, 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 I don't think he puts the effort in because he has this mad schedule and he mm-hmm. kind of does... He does about two goofball shits, like Big Friendly Giants and Ready Player One, just to fund his um, his political spy thriller type yeah. film. That's what he wants to do. And and fair play to him, he's already done his goofy shit, you know, Robert's and, uh, really amazingly as well. But Robert Zemeckis is turning to George Lucas, he's, he's too reliant on special effects. Yeah, now. he is massively. Funny enough, you've seen Flight, right? Yes. The whole yeah. film would have the same... That was imp- really good. I like that. Yeah, I did. But the whole film would have the exact same impact without the opening scene on the plane. Yeah, but it was cool though, wasn't it? I mean, it was. It was unreal. But I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I'm, You know... It, like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, yeah, so, so Flight's a recent-ish one. Well, Not really, but Nine it's, years. Can you believe it? Oh, Christ. But um, I remember really liking Flies because mm-hmm. I think there wasn't much special effects in it and it was just a good it was a, a story. Yeah, that was it. There's a, um, Beowulf, which is entirely... Uh, do you even remember that? Yeah. You, it's entirely yeah, CGI with Rhea Winston. It's yeah. <laughs> Beowulf. Well, he he did... Um, he did a, he went through that phase and he did A Christmas Carol and then he did... Um, oh, he did the, the one with Tom Hanks, Polar Express. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, the Polar Express. Awful, but... Don't know. He just just got obsessed, and then he did that one with Steve Carell, didn't he? When he turned into a soldier, had all these like puppets. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. But he made Forrest Gump, so he did. And uh, George Lucas made Star Wars, so you know, I mean, he's kind of been let <laughs> off forever, isn't he? Yeah. With that, yeah, I know. I know. You changed sci-fi forever. And Phantom Menace is amazing. I'm gonna put it out there. So um, <laughs> it's it. We always talk about the fact that yeah, unconventionally amazing. I I think we should just. I think by the time we get to the fifth fiftieth episode, we should just do it anyway. We're just gonna do just do fat and yeah, Screw okay. it. Yeah, yeah, fiftieth yeah, yeah, episode. We'll we'll do we'll do the fat and menace. menace. Yeah. So. And then hundred, we'll do Attack of the Clones and so forth. So <laughs> yeah. every fifty, we'll we'll do we'll do a big boy. Every Star Wars, it'll take us six or seven years to get all the way at the end. Yeah, well, there we actually, go. we'll never get to the end because they always keep making them, don't they? Because um, <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> I thought you were going to say because we'll, you know, we'll, we'll eventually get the point when time doesn't exist and the universe dies off. That'd be nice. Could do with the amount of Star Wars <laughs> films are coming out with. So. Yeah, I know. Um, isn't it funny that uh, even in a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, the most evil man is a uh, um, is a politician. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what makes you think, man? <laughs> yeah, uh, a career yeah. politician at that as well. <laughs> so. Very good at his job, though. Mm. Oh my he god, got, he got he got those votes. <laughs> Before we go back onto King of the Hill, bless this person, whoever it was. But um, you know, somebody uh, trying to make a political statement on their Twitter and uh, had the uh, had the Palestine flag. Oh yeah, and it said yeah. free Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> The audacity. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it's great. Um, but, um, yeah, so King and Hill. I, I remember where we were. So, um, yes, so the the the, gap, the, um, the social worker goes next door to his neighbour. Yep, and Bob, Bobby... Oh, no, yeah, it's, it's before that. This is when um, he goes to Dale's house and Dale's like... The irony of the whole scene... Is that Dale says, "Oh, Hank's got problems," 
and he shouts at his wife like it's like hey shug how about a couple of beers <laughs> and uh she well th- 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 this for me was the best joke in the whole thing go on because the setup was fantastic mm-hmm. and i i don't know if i've t- talked to you about this before it's the it's the r- rule of like reveals yeah so you have one reveal and you think oh right cool it's either funny or like a big plot twist and then you follow it up with another one yeah right straight afterwards so he he makes a whole thing of like oh sh- you know whoever the wife is get me bees and he's like oh no I'm I'm going out to to my uh, therapist or my guru or whatever yeah. you want to call it and he goes outside and then I'm, I'm assuming he's Native yeah, American he's, he is um, he's Native American he? right and um he, he anyway the Native American guy's like really buff and he's like oh you know I'll, I'll, I'm gonna jump and she jumps in his car and it's it's clearly they have an affair so that's the so that's the first that's the first like bit of like oh that's, that's that's quite funny, yeah. and that's the reveal. This is oh, he's, she's just having sex with a the therapist, but he's, he's been going to therapy. For, she's been going to therapy for twelve years. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's it, the reveal is perfect, isn't it? Because it's um, he goes like, oh no, but Hank's never hit Bobby. He just asked my son. And he's like, Joseph, come in here, and it's and like, his, and then and his son's Native American. <laughs> yeah, and, and, he, and he just put two and two together. I thought I thought it was really, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it, it, it's all just visual. There's no joke within the dialogue like there would be with uh, Family Guy. Yeah. Where it's kind of Peter says something and then something happens, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, it's 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 all pure, just it's all subtext and it's just there's something else going on. If you looked, if you read that in the script without any of the action lines, it would just be two people talking about um, Hank's son and their relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the action. It's the ac- it's the bits of action that that make the whole scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just just really cool. It's very it's very straightforward comedy. I hate the word comedy. Did you, did you know what, David? I think one of my most hated... Wo- I've got two... Well, I think my most hated word is comedy. Mm-hmm. I, I really fucking hate it. Well, stand, um, stand-up is on its ass in this country. Uh, well, Amer- it's Amer- not that. It's, 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 it's the idea of calling yourself a comedian. You know, if you go into... Uh, <laughs> yeah. if, if you're... Imagine if you go... Because I, I feel like the whole point of comedy... I hate saying the fucking word. But the whole point of being like a comedian is kind of like everyone knows that that's what you do but it's one of those kind of things that you just should never talk about because yeah. a lot of a lot of humor is very self-deprecating it's just kind of stand up in itself isn't like hey i'm gonna tell some jokes guys like we all know you're gonna tell jokes but you just get up there and it's a performance you know yeah but if you go around and say like oh it's a, it's a oh i'm a comedian or oh it's a comedy yeah i don't know i just i really hate it well i've I've got a fucking funny story for you. Go actually, on. that um, my sister told me this. I couldn't even remember, but um, she was dating this guy once, right? And um, I, I can't remember this at all. I was like, I was out of it. It was we're in a uh, independent in Sunderland, which is like a nightclub. Who, who were you and your sister? And uh, I wasn't in with my sister. I might be now with you, but we we're both out of it anyway. Okay. And um, <laughs> standard. I can't remember who I was with, honestly, but. I was like, oh, you know, like, nice to meet you. And uh, I was like, oh, what do you do? And apparently he went, uh, I'm a comedian. And I screamed in his face and ran away like a goblin. <laughs> and, and like, uh, and I can't, I can't remember. Why? Why? Because <laughs> the word repulsed you that much, just like me, I do the same. <laughs> wow, I, comedy! <laughs> and then I just, I just ran away. Comedy comes and falls. Yeah. Um, so that's my only... Uh, you know, but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, the the funniest films these days aren't actually comedies, so there you go. What's well, it's a dying, it's a di- it, it's died, I think. 
like a flat out comedy film. Uh, was that Eurovision usually, one last year? With it's Will usually well, but usually comedy comes in like Marvel films, don't they? So those little most Marvel films are like comedic, aren't they? Yeah, sure. Yeah. In Bruges is oh. comedic, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. Um, it's dark, dark comedy. Yeah, that it? that's the future of it all, you know, for me. Um, even though that was 2008. But, you know, like... Oh, did, did I tell you I watched The Favourite? No. No. Uh, I haven't seen it. Really good. No, the fa- that's, I'm thinking I'm the wrong director. Sorry, I got mixed up. Sorry. He's only... Scratch that. Oh, all right, okay. And uh, which I, director? I was, I was thinking of the, I was thinking of three billboards. Yeah, he's, but, um, he's the Irish director that we can never... He's my favourite director and I can never remember his name. <laughs> it's just... It's just a mental block. Three Billboards is fantastic as well. I still haven't seen Seven Psychopaths. I watched it on the plane and uh, I fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep, but you know, you should never watch a film on the plane, I don't think. No, especially not you're, flight. You're, you're, you're always going to have a bad time. I mean, you, you know, it's good to watch. You should always watch something you've already seen. Hmm. But if you watch something new, then just don't bother. You're going to have an awful experience. Well, I, I watched Fight Club for the first time on a plane. Oh. Yeah, and you know what? What a bad place to watch it. Yeah. yeah, and it, it made me uneasy actually because there's there's a scene where he uh, the plane crashes, <laughs> which you, which you're not allowed on a plane. Well, but I guess nobody knew well, it. Realized. I mean, it's in his imagination, but still, it's, still, but it's it's a it's a bad choice, isn't it? The put put for in flight entertainment. I know, but it was it was like it was between that or um, a film with the guy out of Sopranos in like a rom, like a rom com. <laughs> Right. And I just thought, well, I'll, I'll watch Fight Club, I guess. <laughs> so, it was like a, it's it's a fir- it was the first time you've seen it as well. Yeah, I was flying to Atlanta. Oh, I was uh, flying to Atlanta. I feel bad for you. Well, I enjoyed it. I know, but it it, it deserves it deserves a proper experience. Well, I, you know, Club. I was flying British Airways, so I had my own TV and stuff. It was wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's it's just because you're up in the air and you're tired and all that. You kind of taste properly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, and your taste in the film goes away as well. I, um, uh, I, I, I can't sleep on flights. I can barely sleep in general, to be honest. So it's like it's just <laughs> got nothing to do with being up in the air. No, 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 no. I'm just uh, like you know when all the lights go out in a long haul. I'm just sat there, <laughs> like a, like a freak, like a proper creep. I used to always play battleships. Oh yeah, on the games you get a, like a cool and, game. And pad. you could you could you could play other people on the plane. In the pl- on the plane, yeah. Well, what flight was that? British uh, Airways. It was British Airways. No way. Or maybe it... I just maybe I just imagined that. <laughs> maybe I was just playing. Against maybe you the were computer. dreaming because you sleep so much on fucking planes. I know. So yeah. <laughs> Never said I did, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but... That's an accusation, there, isn't it? But, I know. Um, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be the judge. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, fuck me, comedian. <laughs> yeah, hi. yeah. But um, funny enough, I think the I'm not going to say it. I, I think the humour in this is great. Um, it's so I've seen up to season six, right. which which is like the prime. This is that's at the heyday of King of the Hill. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think in my head. It, is it is the first episode a good representation of the show? Hmm. I don't think it is, to be honest. Right. Um, what did you like? What What did you think of it as an episode of a show? 
to be honest. <sighs> I'm on the fence with it. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, like, I, I get it. I, I get it all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. I think... I just don't... I, I, I just... I get, I get the shtick. I get the dryness of us. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think it's enough. Really? I mean, I... It gets it gets more of a flaw later, you know, um, to me. But then it's it's one of those, you know, like Family Guy is is a joke, like a minute, probably less actually. So the, the, they could whack out five jokes and then hope that one hits. Yeah, you know that's how they work. Mm-hmm. And but but this feels like it's only got about maybe five jokes in the whole thing so like they have to be spot on with every one of them yeah and they d- and they, for the most part they do but well like i said the humor is in the mundaneness of it all you know like yeah um, but it was, it was like the joke i was saying with the, like the native american like that's a that's a that's a really well thought out joke you can't can't imagine a, a you know family guy doing that no no and it but it and it runs you know like uh for yeah a, yeah a good five seasons it like it just keeps going and going and he gets so close to seeing them like committing adultery and it just it just never clicks on and it's really funny um and they address it you know they're like kind of sort of like how did we get away with that at that time and stuff yeah. but um it's a, it's a it, good it, plot point that comes back later it, and i like i like the fact that it you would never be able to tell from this episode that there is continuity obviously as the show mm. goes on but when you when you start to notice that there is it's a delight to me but maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. Uh, I I know this reminds me a lot of F for F is for family in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and I feel like F for family does does King of the Hill better. Really, and uh, it it might be because of oh God, who's the lead actor called? Why why am I Bill Burr? Brain, Christ. Yeah, it's. I think it's because it's Bill Burr's delivery that just completely makes it. And before you jump in, mm-hmm. and, and also, I don't know that it 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 feels stale. There's a film called. Have you heard of it? It's called Mr. Turner. I have heard of it. I have not right. seen it. Well, and it's about. He's a famous English painter. Yeah, and I was forced to go and see. It. And and you know me, David. I I'm. I'm a bit of a twat when it comes to what's film. I can I can watch the most, you know, pretentious stuff and like it. You know, I'm I'm very, you know, and even if I don't like, I can understand why it works. Yep. And I watched it, and normally I like films that nothing happens in it. Yep. And I watched this, and and I I, I it was the first time that I that I won my money back. Wow. And. And I was really annoyed, and people around me were saying, "Like, wow, that was fantastic, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow, inspirational." Yeah, he- I, and I and I wanted to blow my brains out, and because it's not just it's not like um you know how many things in Hollywood have been called um Tarantino. It's not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah, where it's like a slice of life. It's not even that. It's it's nothing happened. I can't even explain the film to you. It's just things happen. Yeah, you know. 
And I feel like it's the same same with this it's there's not enough going for it but then again like you said if there's loads of running jokes that slowly build on top of itself then it becomes a bit stronger and i think efforts for family is the same because there's a lot of running gags and then once you get the you know the characters more and the quirks then a lot of the humor comes out more it's not it's not like family guy when she's like hey i'm peter shenanigans hey guys you know like a dancing clown it's not like that well we've we've done it before and the, the best example of that is arrested development I mean, just right. it just gets better and better with every episode that goes by, you know. It, mm. It's because um, it builds upon itself. The it's not so much that there's running gags. There's no like running jokes. There's catchphrases of like, you know, um, there's, there's something wrong with that boy or whatever. I guess Hank's in, yeah. you know, and I tell you what, but they're not really like catchphrases necessarily it's just it's just literally like how a person like that would go on you know yeah but also I think another problem with these shows is is that I'm, I'm probably going to contradict myself I, I, I think I've realised after watching all these because I'm, I'm not that bothered by The Simpsons really yeah I know um, but I love Futurama yeah and I think I might do because I have no connection to the family sitcom no Um. And a lot, most people do, because they've got, like, these big families and stuff like that. And I've never, like, connected with it. But then when it's something like Futurama, when it's just a bunch of mates at a workplace, mm-hmm. you know, I can connect. Same with South Park. I know they do have their own families, but it's the kids, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm, um, I'm, I'm like, maybe I'd be more sympathetic to it, because I'm from a very dysfunctional family, <laughs> you know? Right. So like, well, exa- well, 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 you know, the Simpsons work because... Most families are like that, yeah, yeah. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's the same with this. It's the family thing. And R- R- Rick and Morty, same, ha- same does have a family concept, but it's not the, the point of the show. It's not. Well, I, I guess it technically is, but it's not the. It's not the crux of it. No. It's not like it comes home to the family. Oh, I, you know, I miss you guys, or anything like that. Yeah, or, well, you're it's more, all about family. You're you know? more of a fry from Futurama than you are a Bart Simpson. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and. So I I think my point is if this was if this had nothing to do I don't know maybe 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 it's just the the fam the family thing I just don't have that initial connection to hmm. and because there's not really a sitcom that I like that has a family in it. What about F is for Family? Yeah, well that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that's the one thing that I kind of contradict with, but the humor is really good in that. It is, yeah. Um, and, and and it's just it's just Bill Burr just fucking like raging all the time. Oh yeah, Bill, Bill Burr is. I was gonna say he makes that show, but he, he literally does make that show. So, yeah, does, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I've got I've got to say I've, I'll, I'd have to defend King of the Hill. That mm. I um, I I think it's like really pleasant to watch, you know, mm-hmm. um, and. I, at the minute, do prefer it over The Simpsons, but this is coming from somebody mm. who's watched season one to nine of The Simpsons probably like eight times, you know. Right. And so you prefer you prefer this over The Simpsons? Yeah, I do. Right, and I'm I'm willing to. Yeah, willing to stick by that. To be honest, it's um. Actually, to me, a better and again because I I like have a brief time living in florida which like but the northwest of florida so it was like mm. very much like 
the deep south you know of the yeah south, it's, you know, like it's the south. same shtick isn't it yeah well, yeah for sure probably get shot for saying that but yeah well it is, though, no, no but it, it, <laughs> it, certainly to me you know like an yeah. uneducated like englishman who just dropped into <laughs> fucking pensacola florida <laughs> like not having a clue <laughs> I was expecting like Disneyland and fucking rides and no, beaches. No. no, I was like, I was like, That's half more a... Miami, Orlando. Yeah, I was, area, I was half yeah. an hour drive from Alabama <laughs> and fucking crocodiles and shit. It was mental, like, um, and I really can like relate to a lot of it. I think it captures like, um, yeah, Republican America really well. Like and the way they go on and the conspiracies that they say and stuff like that and like dissing the Democrats, you know. But they also do it. They also show the kindness of those people as well. It's very much like you know that new Borat movie. Yeah. You know the uh, the two the two guys that took Borat in in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're like that, aren't they? Where like they're, they're, they're obviously they obviously mean well, but they're they're warped, aren't they? But they're they're, they're warped, but but they nice. mean well. Yeah, yeah. The, Wasn't it like the, they think the Democrats are just the most evil thing? They probably anti-vaxxers, you know, the, the works, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they mean well. They, they were mean, asked, yeah. and it's one of the best lines in the film, and it's a real fucking thing, and it's perfect. As like Borat says, um, "What's more dangerous, the virus or the Democrats?" And they just go. Democrats. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, more dangerous, a deadly virus or like a president that could be in for like a minimum of four years? Like, wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the but that's the thing. They are nice people, and the same thing happens with particularly that Dale character, you know, the one who's on about global warming and stuff like yeah. that. Um, you know, he's developed into like a lovely character, and he's got a lot to give in the show. Mm. Um, and um, Hank as well he's very like he's not the modern man you know whereas Homer Simpson kind of is for example more of the modern man he's more minded Homer isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, but they're more democrat aren't they yeah if you want to break it down that way yeah, yeah yeah but you do see nice values come out of them you know and he's like he eventually comes out doesn't he? and he's like no like to his son He's saying, oh, I love you no matter what you do, all right? Like, he's like, yeah. I'm not disappointed in you. I'm proud of you. Like, you're the only thing that hasn't disappointed me. And it's mm. true because you see that, like, after he plays baseball, he goes, like, don't worry about the black eyes. Like, you played a great game. You know, it's like, yeah, so he is yeah. supportive of his um, son. And, like, he only says that boy ain't right behind his back and stuff, you know, just talking to himself. Yeah. Just because he doesn't understand him because it was like, there was a big... You know, like the baby boomers and the Gen Xs, like, there's, um, I guess Bobby mm. would have been a millennial, but you know, it's, that's a big culture divide, isn't it? Like the way that we are now compared to our parents, bloody hell. No, I, no, I, th- I think Bobby would have would have just hit Gen X, but I know what you mean. It, it, it's it's that yeah, I know what you mean, but it, it's still that it, it's nineties MTV mm. Skater Man, Tony Hawk. Yeah, it's all that. And um, when it comes back, King of the Hill. Um, it will not be as funny, but I think it could be really relevant. I think relevant, yes, because you'll have you, you'll have the, the the maga hats, I think, and they'll make there'll be a lot of commentary. I think. I think it's worked to its advantage that um, Biden is going to be in power as well. I think yeah. they can make way more jokes now because they don't have to write that awkward thing of like, 
some of them not liking Trump anymore. You know, they can just like be like, well, they all don't like Biden. It's easy, you know, mm. an easy way to get around it. So um, the, 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 the thing I find interesting about th- this uh, Republicans, the wrong word, because Republican means anti-monarchy. But yeah, the, the whole like the whole right wing kind of like especially in the south i guess rednecks if you if you want to go that far right. is um I, I i personally completely get it the the mindset yeah it's um you know it, it to them it's all about you know freedom drive big trucks you know you know dr- drink you know on your lawn have your own property and yeah, all like it's that all, it's almost libertarian in a way well, it is it is it is a libertarian and yeah. um you know, but but obviously, the, obviously, the problem with that is that, is that there will always be a slight naivety to it, and then obviously inject a bit of religion into that, and then you're gonna have chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but if you t- if if you take religion out of conservatism, you know, I still have I'll still have problems with it from an economic standpoint, but a cultural, you know, the idea of just you know, I just wanna I just wanna work nine to five, and have a beer at the end of the day with my family, yeah. and driving my own car, and the government don't get involved. Like, I completely get it, yeah. But it is it is a very simplistic view. But then people on the left simplify everything as well. So you know it's one of them, isn't it? Um, but that I mean that's left and right wing in a nutshell, isn't it? Left wing want to change, and the right want to keep everything the same. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, and, and unless, but then but, but then you know but then we're bringing religion into it, aren't we? Yeah, and that's where most of the problems come from. Tradition. <laughs> Yeah. Traditions, yeah. Rather than just the idea of like, oh, I just don't want, I don't want the government to take my fucking kids away or poking their nose and why am I paying this amount of tax? You know. Yeah, the idea that um, I pay you, yeah, that like, very, very. Which I, which, which I completely get. Which is, which is why you still need to watch Brazil. I keep harping on it to you about. Yeah, it. I want to. It, 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 it takes special. Because cause right right now I'm like I'm 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 working I'm working for the council as yeah. you obviously know but I'm telling people the, the telling the audience and um, that film and same with F of Fam- F of Family sorry King of the Hill it it, it kind of hits a little bit more when they talk about and people in the government and just like just the general idea like the bureaucracy and the the kind of the internal nonsense that it all is yeah and since for me personally working there I I can confirm it is like that yeah. But at the end of the day, people are just trying to do better for their community and help things. But the problem is the system, not the people who work in these places. Yeah, it's uh, like red tape and bureaucracy, isn't it? Yeah, going in the parks and wreck, it's the same type of shtick, really. Yeah. And, you know, there's no financial incentive. Obviously, people are working here, but it's it's not like working, you know, being a banker away. You've got massive financial incentives to be class you're just getting a government wage and you're just trying to do the best and whoever political party you know completely gets in the way type of thing yeah yeah no i get that yeah it's a bit all of that but yeah yeah king of the hill <laughs> yeah well i don't think i'm going to be able to convince you to carry on watching but uh to our listeners i would like highly recommend it especially if you're sick of watching the simpsons there's one catch there's there's one catch though you fucking cannot watch it anywhere in the in the uk <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's um i'm not one i'm not i'm not gonna promote watching things illegally but because you literally have no other choice in this country you can't get it anywhere it's all on daily motion for mm. free the whole show 
so just watch it there there you go um and it's yeah it's great also watch office space sick if you don't want to if you don't want to commit to a whole tv show just watch office space see if you like that and um it's that kind of humor and that's it well just before i make my spiel the i think maybe my main problem with it is that does it need to be animated if it hadn't been animated, I think it would have been lost completely. So, yes. Yeah, maybe so. But, you know, with The Simpsons, you have a lot of slapstick in it. A lot of... Well, he'd also... He'd, you know. he'd already must have had some sort of, like, animation experience or an animation crew that did Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I, 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 I get the reasons why it's done in animation, but does it need to be, is the question... Um, because um, you know you, you do animation to stuff that you can't do in real life. It's kind of the idea of it. Well, it, I think that kind of adds to the ridiculousness of it. You know, like why, why does it need to be animated? But just why not? Yeah, maybe so. But I, I guess I guess the point I'm trying to get at mm-hmm. is that you know, with a show this mundane. And the whole shtick is that it's so mundane and all of this. It probably doesn't need to be animated. No, but um, not necessarily the first season, but by the time it gets to about season three, the animation, because it was still hand-drawn all the way up to like season eight, right, I think. Right. And um, really well done. And that was going into the mid-2000s by that point. And it was still I, 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 will, I will give it this, though. It does have its own style. Yeah. There's a lot of animated shows now that all look the same. Well, everyone's, try, everyone's trying to look like Rick and Morty, aren't they? Yeah, and Rick um, and Morty look like regular show. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, it's just dull, isn't it? It's almost tricking you into thinking like, oh, this is... Um, this is going to be a quirky, yeah. Dan Harmon and uh, Justin Roiland, isn't it? One of yeah. them must be involved. And then you end up watching Paradise PD by mistake and you're going, oh my God, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Have you seen Paradise PD? I, no. Bloody hell, Baden. No fucking... <laughs> And you got hoops as well, which looks like a barrel of laughs. Yeah. There's um, yeah. So so we're king of the hill. Um, I'm kind of in a tough spot with this one. But if if we're going just off the pilot, yeah. Rather than the expectation that it's going to get good, then no. Yeah. Um, but I do like the. Um, I do get what's trying to do. And there's something is quite nice about the slice of life mm. aspect of this, but I just don't think he does enough. Yeah, fair enough. I, you know what? Then I'll tell you what. There's, uh, <laughs> I tell you what. I keep saying it, but um, if you're going into it for the first time, there is, there's a uh, like a four or five episode peak in season three, and um, one of them really doesn't have anything to do with the continuity, and mm. it, it's an episode where they all become firemen. Uh, you know the four people around the truck. Yeah. They all become firemen and uh I won't ruin it. Just watch that. You'll love cool. it. That's what I'd recommend. Since he's just type in King of the Hill Fireman and then you'll find it. Do that. But uh but to be honest, I think I think people would like the pilot enough. Some some of its best episodes are in season one, to me. So mm. um I guess I'm, I have a bias because I love it. But then, is, does that make me biased? I just no, like it. No, no, not at all. So, um, 
yeah check it out there you go <laughs> um do you have anything more to say no i don't no well do you want me to do the outro yeah yeah i was kind of hinting yeah oh, fair well um you don't have to i mean no no i will will okay um so we are are not on facebook we never will be don't ask um well now we might be would yeah we we, we probably will at some point (laughs) don't ask because we will be all right we'll get around to it um we are on instagram though which is don't blame the pilot all one word uh you can come and drop us a message there it's usually me uh if you want to talk to me if you don't just ask for baden and i'll i'll let him know (laughs) and then uh, (laughs) so um And uh, we are also on TikTok, I believe. Baden is putting out yeah, some I'm, stuff I'm, on TikTok. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting round to it. Yeah, it's technically more popular than our podcast. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah, we've only had two posts. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a thing. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> but we're, we're there. Baden's there anyway. So if you want to talk to Baden, go on TikTok. If you want to talk to me, come on Instagram. Both all uh, Don't Blame the Pilot. You can email us at Don't Blame the Pilot at gmail.com again all one word and um i have been replying to people about requests in the last week um and don't worry we're still going to get around to it we're just doing the we're just going through some just trying out stuff for the summer you know and then yeah. we're, we're gonna have I'm, I'm, I'm doing a few 90s stuff because because why not really yeah and king we'll do king of the hill again when it comes back yeah, because it's ten, it'll be a reboot. It'll be a whole new thing. So we'll do it again then. Um, and I don't think I'm missing anything. No, not at all. No, cool. Well, um, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, have a great week, everybody. And shame about England, isn't it? Yeah. Oh what yeah, but we, I, I think we're lost, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe what happened to Harry Kane. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you later. Yeah, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.